everybody wants to blame the drug issue, the not shortage of drugs, etc., on the supply chain problem. They want to blame it on just about everything else except where the problem really lies. So what I want to do is I want to play this report for you, and then I want to add a narrative, the appropriate narrative. Check this out. Here in the U.S., we are still seeing a shortage of commonly prescribed antibiotics, such as amoxicillin, as well as other over-the-counter medications. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. ...used to treat patients with any of the respiratory viruses slamming this country. Parents across the country are especially concerned as pharmacies run out of children's meds, such as Tylenol and Motrin, and now the FDA is saying this could last months. Joining us now, former Obama White House advisor for health policy, Dr. Zeke Emanuel. He's vice provost for global initiatives at the University of Pennsylvania and an NBC News and MSNBC medical contributor. And he's out with a new piece for The Washington Post entitled Drug Shortages Are an Urgent National Danger. Here's how we fix them. Zeke, good to see you again. How do we fix them? Well, we do have to reshore our uh, production. A large part of this problem is offshoring to China and India, uh, where production is uh, episodic uh, because of uh, contamination and other quality problems. Um, and we should never be letting our uh, chief global rival, China, uh, produce most of our medicines. Uh, over 90% of our antibiotics are produced by China. Uh, we have to reshore them. And the best way to reshore them is to go back to the old days. Uh, in the Between 19, uh, 1976 and 2006, Puerto Rico was our main per, uh, site of production. Uh, and we, sh we should return to that. So, Zeke, uh, we've been talking about this for a couple of years now. You've been talking about this for a couple of years as well, because when COVID first erupted in February, March of 2020, uh, we were having shortages, whether it was mask shortages or ventilator shortages. But then we started talking about uh, shortages in medicine. Um, and here we are, what, two years later, uh, two, three, two, yeah, three years later, uh, we're still talking about it. Yeah, three years later. Unbelievable. When are we going to start moving on this? This seemed like a no-brainer three years ago. What's the holdup? Well, I think the good news is that there's now a bipartisan group of uh, uh, people in Washington, congressmen and senators, who want to move something. Uh, their proposal, unfortunately, is mostly to try to get Medicare and Medicaid to buy preferentially to the United States. But this is a supply problem. This is where do we produce and the fastest way to produce things is to give it, go back to the old days, give a tax break, the production of drugs and devices in Puerto Rico, and that will increase production there. We have facilities, we have a trained workforce. Uh, it's relatively uh, uh, lower paid than the United States. It'll also bring Puerto Rico out of recession. So it's got lots of advantages. It's got economic advantages for Puerto Rico. It's got national security advantages, not uh, making us beholden to China. And it's got health advantages 
shortages, eliminating the uh, generic drug shortages uh, that we've had, we are having, and it's not expensive. So I think that's the way to go. Dr. Emanuel, you touched on it, but I want to underline it. 97% of our antibiotics, American antibiotics, are made in China. There's a supply chain issue. There's a question of quality. There's the question of whether the FDA can get in and inspect these places even. So as a physician, on the patient side of it, what concerns you about all of this? Well, you can't get critical antibiotics. You can't get critical things like lidocaine or a lot of infusions, those little bags that people see at the side of a bed. A lot of those are in short supply. We moved production when this tax break to Puerto Rico went away, and we moved it to the lowest cost place without thinking about contamination, without thinking about FDA inspection, uh, without thinking about putting our health in the hands of China. That is a very silly move. For a few pennies on these pills, we have gone to China. We need to bring it back. You know, we recognize this, the importance of this in terms of chips, microchips. So we are investing a lot in bringing micro, microchip manufacturing back to the United States. Drugs are just as important as microchips and can threaten the country if they get terminated. And so we need to just invest uh, over there. In, in Puerto Rico and let the drug companies begin producing there. I want you guys to notice something, right? The drug companies, the oil companies, all these companies, the silicon companies, silicon uh, uh, fab companies, oh, they always want the government out of business. They want to do as they please. They want to do whatever they want to do. But, but, now that they have issues with Problems in China, problems in Vietnam, where they can't deliver their, their, they can't get their drugs over as fast as they should. Now they want a bailout from the government. Oh, let's start, start giving incentives to manufacture in Puerto Rico. Why did you leave Puerto Rico in the first place? Why not give incentive to manufacture in Mexico or what, these other places? Why, why did you leave in the first place? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it? <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. You see, these companies make decisions based on their shareholder value, uh, what they want to provide their shareholder value, as well as corporate executive pay, right? So they try to save every penny at every point in, in this chain. And what does that mean? Going and getting your stuff made overseas, uh, getting rid of American workers who cost them a bit too much. And then when they run into trouble, they beg us, oh, you need to invest in helping us. Well, no, I think... My, my thing is, since these companies have failed and medicines are something that's crucial to all of us, it is time to get rid of those who failed. And who failed again? Pharmaceuticals. They failed. You guys always like to talk about government, government, government. Well, you know what? I don't remember a government failure in things like medicine or fire or whatever. Again. They failed, and they failed because their model is designed not to make your life better. Their model is designed to make more money for the few. 
And if you if if there's one thing everybody should get in their heads is you don't have hospitals, uh, private hospitals today to take care of you. You have private hospitals today to use your sickness, your illness to make profits for a few. And if we can get that in our heads, there's no benevolency in our economic system. None, nada, niet. Now that guy who owns a pizza shop, he has he wants to treat you right. He doesn't have any power over you other than the power of persuasion, the power of taste to tell you my pizza tastes good and it's healthy. You'll like it. And then it is your choice to get it. We don't have a choice when it comes to getting penicillin, when it comes to getting amoxicillin. We don't have the choice for whatever they want to charge us or whatever screw up or whatever mistakes they make. If they can make these big mistakes, why not allow our government to make a mistake at a cheaper price? Because more than likely they won't make the mistake. But secondly, even if they made the mistake, it wouldn't cost what the private sector has pilfered from us. We've got to get smart, people. We've got to get smart. And the sycophants that continue to defend the corporatocracy, you have to learn to ignore them. You have to learn to just love on them and realize that they are just, their, their minds are just not ready to accept reality. I want to address something from Brother James A. Robichow. He says, the opposition to tax breaks to restore pharmaceutical production uh, and just let, them for, uh, just let firms fail was not really explained or substantiated. You're okay with shortages of desperately needed life-saving medications? Why? No, I'm not at all. Here's what I'm saying, my brother. The pharmaceutical companies have proved over and over again that they are a failure. They are just a money-hungry sector that creates products to make a humongous profit on the backs. They, they create products that we invented and they marketed. So we pay for these products twice. When it's developed by universities and when the private companies buy the patents and go ahead and create the drugs, they screw us again by elevating the prices. And then further to make more profits, they leave America, go down to China and build these products. And when China has problems, we get a supply chain problem that they are responsible for. So my statement, my brother James Robichaud, is that the, the, comp, the, the drug companies are a failure and we could save a whole lot of money and not have said failure by nationalizing the creation of drugs because we already have a nationalized system of creating the invention of the drugs. Most of the drugs are initiated, the substances that create the judge, the, the thing that proves that, the that these drugs are viable or may be viable are done in, at universities or at, uh, uh, with government grants already paid for by you and me. So you and I pay to develop the drug. Then the, the, the pharmaceuticals pay a, a few more dollars to enhance the drug. 
And then they sock us with ridiculous bills like some people pay $50,000, $60,000 for a drug that we developed. It's not rocket science, Mr. Robichaud, that what we need to do is not have drug companies who control our drugs. Now, if they create something on their own, I can get it. But since most of what they create came from us, we shouldn't allow it. Nationalize the drug companies. That's it. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not scared to say it. I'm not scared that people are going to call me all kinds of isms for it. Because they have proven they are a failure. And their only purpose in life is to make a few dollars for a few people. They don't care about your health care. And for those who continue to carry the water for these thugs, it sometimes boggles the mind. You're killing your own. You're killing your own in support of these thugs. So the answer, you know, like I said in, in my article today, the current economic system is neither divine or is it, uh, is it, 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 it is must be. Do we have solutions? Yes. Do we know what they are? Yes. Why aren't we getting to these solutions? Because we have not elected the people who work for us. We've elected the people who the corporations have convinced us to elect to work for them. We have to get smart. We must get smart and stop allowing them to have us vote against our own interest. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.